Hello, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Electricpreneur Secrets, the Electrician's Podcast. I'm your host, Clay Newmeyer. With me, as always, my esteemed co-host, Joseph, the sales bot, Lucani. Joe, how are you doing today, brother? It is a beautiful day in this slice of paradise, and I have a, like you, second cup of coffee ready to go, churning, and I am pumped with the high caffeine-induced energy. Oh, yeah, buddy. Hearts pounding. We got some palm sweat going, ready to just speak on options and all the reasons they don't want it, or at least the reasons we feel they don't, the fears around it, how to overcome that, hopefully some belief shifts, because we're just a couple of master electricians with business addictions trying to help an old, a whole industry rise rise mm -hmm. through mastering their sales, simplifying pricing and deliver premium level electrical service. How's that for a Monday intro? Did I nail it? I love it. I love it. I love the energy, man. Keep it going. Not bad then, hey? So mm -hmm. here's the big thing today. And even, you know what? It comes up kind of weekly. It comes up with everyone. Uh, we are advocates of offering not three options, definitely not one option, but six options. Correct. And there's so much controversy over this out there that we just wanted to come back to the stick to your offer, STYO, and go a little deeper and do a whole week on options. And we've got some great stuff to talk about and just how moving this can be. But I mm -hmm. need to address this first and foremost. What? It, it, I mean, it just seems like they don't want options, Joe. It's not that people don't want options. They don't want to be sold things that don't apply to the problems they're having. Would you agree with that? And how else would yeah. you begin to dissect this problem with us and help us maybe do a little belief shift today? So, I mean, you said it perfectly the first time. And I, I feel like I, I had some definitely some words in there as well. But it really comes down to your right. People don't want to be sold something they feel doesn't apply to their life situation. Like if the customer calls you for the ceiling fan in the living room, and yet the first thing you do is walk in is talk to them about how they need a new 200 amp upgrade. They're going to say they don't want it because it's not only is it too far of a shift, but it also doesn't allow them to understand the problem of the why. So the confused mind is always going to say no. So if they don't know why you're saying it, you'd be right in saying they don't want it because they're going to tell you no every time. Does that make sense? It does. Well, if I'm offering six options, so opposed to three or less, mm -hmm. Wouldn't that actually increase confusion amongst my, my potential buyers? Well, it depends if you had a process that was built around six options or not. So one of the things is, is that if you just took six options, put them in any kind of format, like it could be best, could be middle, could be just a bunch of options on paper and you put it in front of the customer and said, what do you want to do? Then yeah, it's going to lead to a lot of confusion. But what we do is we have a structured approach of even formulating how we're telling them what we found and then breaking it down so the information drips slowly over time rather than just turning on the faucet and blasting them in the face with it. Ah, slow roast. Mm-hmm. It's a good way of looking at it. Now we're talking about our coffees early <laughs> We're now. back to coffee. Look at it. Your Keurig is still top of mind, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. I got a Keurig. I don't know if you guys caught that. That was pre-show, I think. I did get a Keurig this weekend. So I'm just pumped up and I've got too much caffeine in me, but yeah, screw it, man. I love it. it. So the thing is, is it comes down to the process again, right? If we were just going to push something in front of someone and say, what are we doing about 
about it, they're not going to move forward. In fact, they're going to be the same customer to say, I don't want this. I didn't ask for this. You're just trying to sell me something. And in that application, they'd probably be right. But what we do that's different is we've not only going to be teaching you how to present the information prior to even getting to the price, but how to structure it in a sequential order so that it shows that there was a logical and really personal reason why you chose that particular number for that particular customer. 100%. Yeah, I love it. So here's what I'm thinking. There could be some people listening right now that are like, I'm not going to offer six options. I don't even want to hear it. So maybe let's go to a little on the positive side and the why. What are some of the opportunities that open up when we actually offer above one option, above Mm. three options, when we get up to this five to six range, what begins to happen? Okay. So there is both the obvious and the not obvious. Mm. And we'll talk to both, right? Okay. Let's see. If you only offered one option, the obvious is that's a take it or leave it situation. And people do not like ultimatums. They do not like feeling forced into a corner. I mean, you back someone into a corner, it's never going to end well. Because even if they take your option, they can say, this was under duress. I didn't have a choice. You never gave me another option. This is all I had. And now you are being painted in a bad light, even if they decide to move forward with you. The next option is then going good, better, best. Or even then, that's not a great way of doing it. Because as a service provider, if I were to come to your home, Clay, as a plumber or an HVAC technician or anything outside of our electric trade, because I know electricians or electricians can be a little different. Yeah. But I were to come by and now the cheapest, most worst way I could do it is the first way I bring it up. You just mentioned you're look, like looking for a deal. Yeah. Are you going to be focused on the cheapest basic option? Because that's the first one I brought up. You know what? Slight difference there. The Keurig, I love shopping deals, but it's also so convenient. Mm-hmm. So convenience does sell for me. If I know there's a location that has deals on routinely, right? Little asterisk, bold, mm-hmm. italicized, double underline this, guys. If you're that shopping place, if you're that electrician that has routine deals on, you'll get deal shoppers. Mm-hmm. That's the way this works. But because mm-hmm. it's convenient. So for me to, to throw that back in your court, Joe, it's a lot to do with the time thing too. And isn't that the kind of stuff we would throw into our top options though? Exactly. And I love that you and I are on the same wavelength. Because if I were to just offer three choices, I may think I'm dealing with a deal shopper. And as a result, I lower my options to try to appeal to that frugalness. Yeah. When instead, if I were like, Clay, I understand that you're running a business I know that your time is very precious and limited. So what we did is we're going to exchange currency for service. I'm going to do everything. You're going to do nothing except write the check. Suddenly then that could also be equally appealing if I told you you didn't have to invest a single more second of time or thought into this. Definitely. The reality is my honey-do list grows. It's not shrinking, man. Mm-hmm. There's more and more shit to do every week. Mm -hmm. If you've got a honey-do list that's growing, just go ahead and throw your hand up, whether we can see you or not. Driving down the road, I don't care where you're at the gym, it's probably growing, not slowing, right? Mm -hmm. Though I'm going to disclaimer is if you're at the gym and doing this, make sure you put down the weight first. (laughs) I can imagine someone just like just going and do like a bench and just dropping it. It's like, oh, yeah, Yeah. linesman in your apprentice's face. Yeah, that'll do it. It went ridiculous. We just took it to the ridiculous, but that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. 
if you don't do it, and I think you've made this example before with the bathroom fan in a mm-hmm. bathroom that's experienced too much moisture, what always happens? What's the telltale sign? Yeah. So if you think about that, the basic thing is you walk into a bathroom, you're going to see there's going to be water stains on the wall, or you're going to smell it, or you're going to see drippings, or you might notice it's soft. So naturally, the customer would call you and say, I want a bath fan change. But you recognize that you're putting a bath fan back into a room that's already moist and stained and soft and likely what's going to be growing behind that area. Mold. You know it's likely going to be mold. Now, just because we're not an HVAC doesn't mean we get to ignore mold too. We could also offer to do a full repaint. In fact, I used to carry cans of kills, which is literally just a mold-killing paint that you can apply to a surface as a base primer and then paint over it and still be safer than if you did nothing. And the best part about it is the customer, in a lot of circumstances, when I told them, we're going to completely repaint your bathroom, that became the selling point because they're like, oh, I've always hated that bathroom. I've always hated it. You're going to make it brighter and make it look cleaner? Yeah. You know what? While we're at it, we should probably make sure we take care of the fixtures too. Let's do the whole renovation. So someone who is too cheap to spend $400 on a fan because they said they can get it from $13 at Home Depot is now spending $4,000 on a renovation because now it appeals to what they want and makes their lives easier. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I've got a theory. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes to paint, including the electricians that are hearing this right now. Oh, yeah. But we do like to serve. And if you want to serve at the highest level, then the question just becomes, well, shouldn't we have an option that does that for them? They don't want to paint either. Guess what? They're probably no better at it than you, right? Mm -hmm. They're probably no more enthusiastic about it. Mm -hmm. Like, especially a bathroom, especially a a over moist, molded, soft walled bathroom. Yeah, yeah, there's some issues. None of that sounds fun. No, not at all, man. So that's really important. Okay, so there's some obvious opportunities, right? Like more likely to get the sale, more likely to increase the sale. Just the mm-hmm. law of averages. If you offer more, you'll you obviously get more. Like you're gonna if, sell you more. Know, same kind of thing can be applied. I mean, how many people talk about the trip GFI as an example, where they're like, "Well, I have a trip GFI," and they say the best thing they can do is just change GFI. I'd say go even further, just leaning into our electrical knowledge. Do we know what it's protecting? Do we know what it's controlling downstream? Do we know if it's sized properly? Do we know if every point that it's protecting is installed correctly? Have we opened up each box just in those points? Have we opened the panel that's feeding it? Is the circuit identified properly? Could you solve any of those things without offering options? Mm -hmm. And without being pushy either because you could say we're going to do all these things not offer options and then get laughed out of the house because you're the pushy person who doesn't want to level with them at all or you could be the cheap person who gets gets out of the house who says i'm just going to change a gfi but then i'll come in and sell the job because i offered both ways and then some so who would you rather be yeah exactly exactly man so not to mention that differentiation right Here, I'm going to go on a limb again. I'm going to say, look, guys, it's options week. We're going to go through this. We're going to help you better understand, help you create these options, help you go on a limb and realize how powerful this five to six options thing could really be for you. If you want to take it to the all-star level, we're, of course, going to suggest that six. 
most people think, well, this is overwhelming, but let's simplify it right now, just quickly, right? Sure. Two basic options, two mid-range, two account or uh, uh, premium options. Sorry, yes. misspoke there. It's still three options. It's just two tiers per option. It's yeah. six. I'm, you want to you want to correct me there? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm not going to correct you. I'm just going to say an, another way of explaining it because when you say two, two, and two, you're correct. Yeah. But to even simplify it even further is very few people will ever argue the good, better, best, mm-hmm. right? When you have three people who are saying three options, the problem is in a lot of the homes that we go to as technicians, there are gaps between those three options. Yeah. All we're doing is filling in those gaps so that the customer has a more well-rounded, more thorough, and more bulletproof level of service. That's just all I wanted to add to it. I didn't mean to No, that's flow. okay, man. It, it's actually great timing because that ties in perfectly with our client, Lucas, who made his first six option sale just on Friday. Yeah. It was incredible timing because you also did a class. We ran a clinic on the exact observations that Lucas brought to class. And Joe was doing this up in class with our other clients, building this up from just being presented with observations to then creating the options. And then building the pricing all the way up using mm-hmm. Lucas's pricing. Lucas went and presented. And when he came back, we compared the prices that he presented versus what you came up with off the cuff. And silver was within a couple hundred bucks. So the mid-tier option, you were yep. that close. And that is the sale that Lucas made, which congratulations again. This was a complex project that honestly... Mm-hmm could be said there was even gaps between six options because of how much was going on. Mm-hmm. And so it became a modified silver for just under $19,000. But that's mm-hmm. a huge win from, again, another contractor who was, like everyone else, competing with the local competitive rates. Mm-hmm. But who establishes those rates? It's always the construction provider. It's always the higher volume companies that we're aware of and checking on rates, whether we call or whatever it is. So everyone's got this 100 to 130 bucks an hour in their mind. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, thinking, well, this isn't sustainable and I'm not growing. And so, I, again, I just compliments to Lucas here on that big win and how that ties in here because he had to fight through some of the fears that many of us face too which is, mm-hmm. should I lower my price? Is six options too much? This is like building six quotes, I think he said mm-hmm. at one time. He did. And, and I remember what, there was a point where he had mentioned that it took all day or it's going to take all day. But yet at the same time, through practice, we were able to do the same call on the blind within an hour and we're able to get within a few hundred dollars of what he quoted. Yeah. So it yep. shows that the process Just works very effectively. A complex opportunity called and included multiple renovations in the shop and in the house. So it, it was a lot, but really a powerful exercise and proof that we as electricians overcomplicate pricing and options Yep. like every single time. It really is a muscle that needs to be developed so that we can improve these client relationships, so that we can improve mm-hmm. to get more referrals, improve the tickets, improve lifetime customer value. Because the reality is if you're serving at a higher level, if you're offering more options to serve at a higher level, it's as you said, we're removing assumptions about our clients, we're giving them more control even though they're in our clinic. Mm-hmm. And thus we're making more offers and receiving more money. Mm-hmm. So I wanna I mean, go out on a limb here. 
during this options week, guys, you're going to see me post personally. You're going to see Joe's post personally on social media. And you're going to see in the Electrepreneur, the VIP group community, you're going to see posts on this. And you're going to see people challenge the six options. Mm-hmm. And what I can tell you from personal knowledge and experience is that the people that have will challenge this have never actually done it. They've never actually tried. And the people that we've trained, and Joe, here I've gotten my notes, like over 750 clients you've worked with on presenting six options mm-hmm. across multiple trades, including electricians. Mm-hmm. In just our client results in the last six months, over a million dollars as of last week in coach-assisted revenue that could not have happened without six options. I agree. And the platinum sale, the absolute hallmark of six option presentations, that top option, the platinum, we pulled this stat today. The last 15 platinum sales across nine of our clients amounted to $186,000 with an average ticket of $12,414, Joe. Holy shit. Like, if you think about that, that's wild numbers. Right? You couldn't do it with just one. You couldn't do it with just three because if you think about it, the averages get skewed. Please help us. I want to add one other thing that I think would really help a lot of people here. All right. Because you mentioned it's not able to be done. It's not able to be done. And I want to add one caveat to that. It's not able to be done ethically without the six options. Mm-hmm. And the reason being this is that you could theoretically build any one of those six choices and say, that's my choice, pull it, and then present it to the customer. Like Theoretically, that's a possibility, right? Yep. Where the ethics comes into play is... Do you know their financial situation? Because otherwise, you're going to go by what? A profiling measure. You're going to see the big house and say they could probably do more, or they're going to have a small house. They could probably do less. I have sold more at trailer parks and at single family dwellings than I found in the mega mansions and the commercial project facilities and things like that, just because of the why people wanted them in the first place. Yeah. If you can connect with the why, you'll always be able to ethically produce solutions because it removes all kind of prejudgments other than here are the theoretical ways we can do it. These are customized to your family and your home. You tell me how you want to proceed. Any option you choose, I'm cool with. It doesn't get more ethical than that. 100%, man. I agree with you. In fact, one of our clients even said when we were first bringing him on board, he said, look, you're going to have a tough time getting me from three options to six. Mm-hmm. I will die on the hill of three options like mm-hmm. so many do. But once you experience the six, once you truly see that justification and you see how people respond to having that choice, so long as it's clearly communicated and, and presented simply, He then later at a 90-day review said, you know what? You got me. I know I said I would not be easy to convert to six options, but it makes so much sense. And now it seems unethical to ever go back. And that's the real win right there. Incredible. Well, Joe, that's a great start to the week, man. I say we just keep this one nice and tight. We've got a big Mm -hmm. week to talk about this stuff, including tomorrow, which is why not options? 
we're going to go against ourselves and really discuss this problem in full, guys, and okay. talk about all the fears and all the problems that are associated with even presenting options and especially this trend of untrusting homeowners who might say stuff like, you know, quit the Mr. Sparky routine. I don't want any options today. What do you say we answer that tomorrow? That sounds like a solid plan. I'm down with it. All right, brother. So action item, all-star action item, which would you like? I'll take the action. Action, please. Set us up, brother. The reason why I want to take the action for this one is because it actually requires a minimum level of action to both do this and not do this. And this is what I mean by that. When you look at something new, you have two choices. Either I'm going to try something new with the possibility of getting somewhere I haven't been, or I'm going to stay doing the thing I'm doing, and I'm going to expect to receive what I've already received. So my bare, bare minimum action for you is even, I'm not convincing you to believe in options yet. All I'm going to ask is, are you comfortable with where you're at right now? And if you are, then you can stop the podcast. But if there's any part of you that's like, could there be more out for me? Is there even a chance? Is this a possibility? Could it happen to me? Stay tuned and let us at least try to explain the full spectrum to you. It's my only bare minimum request. Stay tuned and let me help explain it from a wider angle. Love it, man. Even the freemium followers are going to get a ton of value. I don't know why I say even like it's ever doubted. That's all we do here is give this away. And here's my all-star. Don't tell us, show us. Just a mic drop moment there. Don't tell us, show us. If it's not going to work, prove it. Because all we have is the positive proof for it. Like mm -hmm. I said, no one that we've taught this has gone back and said, no, six options did not work. Six options did not provide more control for the client. Six options did not close the gaps. And six options did not increase revenue. That's just not the case. Yeah, it works. Every situation. You're right. It works, brother. So this has been another episode of Electricpreneur Secrets. You guys are so excited to bring you an entire week based on building options, helping you build options, improve your revenue, improve that lifetime value, improve, improve client relationships, and help you master sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. Thank you, Joe. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. I look forward to it.